0: So who believes in ghosts?
1: I I guess I do.
0: I believe in energies. Yeah. I don't necessarily believe in like ghosts that come to a specific place. Cause like I don't want to hang out on Earth when I die. Like peace yeah. to all of my loved ones, but like there's a whole other world mm. beyond. Mm-hmm. Um so I'm like, but I think like when events happen in certain spaces, that energy is set in that space but it's more the energy of the event Mm -hmm. than it is the energy of the person yes Mm. so I also think it's really self-centered to think that humans stick around Mm -hmm. for other living humans Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. it's a whole other world we don't understand it like it exists over here stop trying to pretend that you know how it works you don't
1: but then I'm thinking about like what if we either get to choose or what if we don't get to choose. And I mm-hmm. think that I, I think that that's that's a very big deciding factor. Because mm-hmm. like if if it's up to us and if some of us like we die, oh my gosh, wow, suddenly we're granted an opportunity. You can do one of XYZ things. One of the options is to become a ghost and mm-hmm. then you can choose to take that and it comes with these different qualifications and then it comes with yeah. these different ramifications. Or Maybe you die and then either you have to become a ghost or you don't become a ghost. Like maybe there are ghosts all around us on a different plane, you know? Maybe that's what reincarnation is. I don't know.
2: Yeah, I, I, I believe that kind of like a mix between the two of those, a part of you can maybe like stick around or maybe a part of you does just stick around because like you were talking about, your energy yeah. sticks around in a place just yeah, based yeah. off of how impactful mm. that moment in time was for mm-hmm. you. Mm -hmm. Will depend on how much of your energy is left there Mm. at that time. Ooh, yeah, that's That's really because, like,
0: we talk about ghosts as like pilgrimage places, Mm -hmm. as people are coming to understand ghosts more to understand themselves Mm -hmm. and like the world that exists around us. But I really like the idea of being like, no, it's about the ghost. Like, why is this person still here? Mm -hmm. It's about like solving what that piece Mm -hmm. is. Yeah, that's really cool. Yeah. But yeah, I don't, I don't necessarily think that someone's going to be like, I'm going to hunt you now. Yeah. I'm like, that's too self-absorbed. It's a
2: bit <laughs> supernatural. Oh my god!
1: Roll the theme! <laughs> when you're watching a <laughs> <the> show <laughs> and you get really sad if the characters are straight and the, and the writing is bad. bad The producers and creators just won't listen, listen to us Only we ask for the minimum. minimum, they say it's too much That's when Zane <laughs> and Eliana come in. into play We'll make yeah. it gay Don't worry, we'll make it gay, make it gay, make it gay. Hi. Hello. How are you? I'm doing well, how are you? I'm well, I'm so happy to see you.
2: Well, welcome back to Make it gay. it gay, a podcast where we explore all aspects of pop culture and discuss what would it mean if everything had a queer and trans lens mm-hmm.
1: to it. I'm Eliana, pronouns they she.
2: I'm Zan, pronouns they them there.
1: We are so happy that you're joining us yeah. today.
2: thank you so much for joining us again.
1: Mm-hmm. Our episode third three. episode. Oh We my made it. Yay, things come in threes. That's good. <laughs> That's a good
2: time, right? Oh, absolutely. Okay, 100%. great. Awesome. Yeah,
1: wonderful everything wonderful. is downhill from here. Uh, yeah, it's yeah. all downhill. Except though. for six, nine, twelve
2: and 3, 6, 9, 12, 15, 18. You learned a song? This is, this is, oh my goodness, it's School of Rock.
1: I'm sorry I'm so uncultured.
2: It's okay. Have you, did you ever listen to School of Rock? No, I just went oh to school. Oh my gosh.
1: <laughs> it was pretty rocking at times.
2: It was
1: pretty rocking. <laughs> boom
2: Yeah want to do some gay news gay news let's do it let's do gay news so friends at the
1: beginning of every episode we bring in a piece of gay news each and this piece of news is positive because there is a lot of not so positive lgbtq plus news in the news so we want to brighten up our days and yours as well you want to go first or do you want me to
2: i can go first awesome okay my gay news is that there was a mural that was—it's the, the first mural celebrating transgender people and non gender nonconforming people in Philadelphia. Was unveiled Whoa. October fifth. Whoa! So very recently.
1: Do you have a picture of it?
2: Yes. <gasps> oh wow! People, this is an auditory medium, so wow. people—the <laughs> um, picture is basically a lot of beautiful blues, purples, pinks, and there's this like wonderful um, person who is a femme who's kind of has like big earrings on mm. and there's like words such as trans we're, we're survivors, survivors we we're are joyful, joyful we are we feel rage and we are universal it's very beautiful it's beautiful and it was created by Ka Youngjini
1: Ka uh uh Yangjini I believe I apologize Yang-Gini. for butchering the name Yeah.
2: so sorry if we um butchered a name Ka but Yes, they are a gender nonconforming person and they created this mural because they wanted just when people to look at it to have a feeling of joy and happiness for trans and gender nonconforming people That's in beautiful. Philadelphia. So if you're in Philadelphia, go check it out. Thank you look for sharing up. that. Of course. Wonderful. Of course, of course. What's your gay news?
1: <laughs> Megan said it's my birthday on Monday, but it's not because it's my birthday. It's because I was born on National Coming Out Day. Oh my gosh. Um, which yes. is a holiday that celebrates people coming out of the closet, yeah. you know? And coming out of the closet is something that is still really important to a lot of people, and it is also something that some people are trying to work past. Yeah. Um, because to come out of the closet means that you are showing a piece of yourself that you had to inherently hide beforehand. Mm-hmm. And I think that coming out should be celebrated. And I also think that we should be trying to continue to create a world that is safe for people to not have to come out. And they can just be a member of the LGBTQ plus community and not have to make a statement about it unless they want to do that. But it should not have to be a given if you're part of the queer or trans communities.
2: Absolutely. There's a scene in the movie, There's there's conversations about it, but Love, Simon... <laughs> <laughs> as mm-hmm. a scene mm-hmm. where basically all the characters who are straight come out to their parents as straight. Yes. And like it's a montage, so yes. it's not like actually that happen It's satire. Yeah, yeah. So they're like, "Mom, Dad, I'm straight," and their parents are like, "Oh my God, no. I raised you better than this." And so it's it's just showing how ridiculous yes. the idea of coming out is. Yes. So I thought that was a really good example in mainstream media of how that's shown. Yeah,
1: absolutely. Yeah. That's a great example.
2: So, our next segment is Ships, Ships into, into the, the Night. night.
1: Toot, toot. Oh, that was Ooh, a nice little harmony so we got lovely. there. lovely.
2: Oh, I loved that.
1: Sam, what is Ships into the Night?
2: So, Ships into the Night is where we discuss two or more characters from a popular TV show, film, movie, play, film movie? musical film, movie, <laughs> movie films, as I call them. Some piece of media. Some piece of media that's in a narrative form. Mm-hmm. And we discuss why two characters. Belong together mm-hmm. should be together, mm-hmm. and we make a case for it. Mm-hmm. And we are looking at it from a queer and trans lens, obviously. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. these characters are queer—not necessarily. They could be gay. They could be bi. They could be pan. They could be asexual. We're just looking at it from a queer lens.
1: Mm-hmm. So it's also important to note that we never ship the actors. We only ship the characters. Yes. That portray that are being portrayed. Yes. Yes.
2: Who are we talking about today?
1: Well, today we're talking about... Destiel! Destiel <laughs> otherwise known as Dean and Cass from Supernatural. Now, friends, you may have heard a third voice at the beginning in our cold open that was not Xanari, and we are so excited to announce that we have our first guest on Woo-hoo! Make It Gay, the one, the only, Mary, Mary Frances, Frances Noser. Noser. <sighs> Yeah. Mary Frances, yes. thank you so much for being with us on the yes. pod today. Ooh, thank
0: you so much for having me. This is so fun. Of course.
1: Would you like to take a moment to introduce yourself?
0: Yes. So hi, uh, hello, listeners, humans. Um, my name is Mary Frances. Um, I am a actor and a writer, originally from Nashville. Um, and I am friends with both Zan and Eliana. And they invited me on because I am a supernatural fan by accident, as <laughs> most of us in this fandom are. Um, so, I'm just really excited to be here to talk about one of my favorite subjects to get angry about. If that's a real thing, that's, a real thing. This, that's this a real thing. That's a real show. Gives oh my me. Gosh. I think that's a real thing. Yeah, oh my um, it's a real thing. I call this my version of The Bachelorette. So, like how people like debrief <laughs> The Bachelorette, I debrief the dumpster fire that is supernatural.
2: Um, so, I'm just excited to do it. Awesome.
1: <laughs> and uh, what are your pronouns? Oh, she, her. Groovy. Cool.
2: And I think just to start us off is it pronounced Destiel or Destiel or mm, I love this I love this I love this so this is actually
0: a topic of discourse within the fandom um, and it's Destiel because it's like the d of Dean gotcha. and then SDL, of the end of, of that together cuz Destiel kind of sounds like bestial. oh wait, god you,
1: wait eh. but but what is the SDL? listeners I don't I know nothing about supernatural i i'm just here for the ride i'm gonna listen to zan and mary francis chit chat and i'm just gonna give some oohs and ahs but i'm 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 I'm, I'm in this with you what where does the sdl come from
0: great question so uh do you just want me to give like a 101 of what this show is yeah 101 on supernatural beautiful okay so 101 on supernatural so supernatural is a show that was on the cw um and from 2005 to 2020 about a group of uh, two brothers, Sam and Dean Winchester, who are demon hunt or hunters. Um and they hunt supernatural beings and they're raised to do this and they they lost their mom to a supernatural being and so their dad went on this whole venge quest to find this being who killed their mother and they're raised to do so and it's about how at first one brother Sam played by Jared Padalecki of Gilmore Girls Fame and Jensen Ackles played by a my goodness. Jensen Ackles, <laughs> I almost said played by Dean Winchester.
1: And Jensen like, plays Dean.
0: Jensen plays Dean. Got it. Um, and so uh, they it's about them coming together, their bond, everything they go through, yada, yada, yada. So the other half of the ship we're talking about, so we have Dean, older brother, rugged, traumatized, protects his younger brother at all costs. So at the beginning of season four four yeah um we have the lovely writer strike that happened in season three
2: well actually before we get into that yeah. i'm gonna do a little quick overview just saying uh, just bouncing off what you were saying before Great. about what the show's about so yes just a disclaimer this show was on the cw wb during that time and it was not the audience was straight cis white dudes yeah that was the yeah audience that's for the a show. really good point and then 15 years later you look at the audience and it's not straight cis white dudes yep. it's like female queer trans femmes and queer people yep. that are watching this show yep. so you can imagine what went on in those 15 years well a lot did <laughs> a lot went on in those 15 years and it's not necessarily everything in this show is a happy accident. I will say, Destiel is a happy accident, and we'll get to that. Yeah, 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 um,
0: yeah. definitely. So, do you want me to go back to season four to the so way that they're introduced?
2: I'm just gonna start really quick on season one. Okay, really quick, okay, just cool, cool, being cool, cool. like, this show was about, like Mary Frances was saying, two brothers who were looking for their father at the mm-hmm. beginning of season one. Because their father went missing. Their father taught them how to hunt for demons, vampires, vamps, as they called them on the show. What? 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 Vampires. Vamps. They call them vamps. Vamps. Vamps, vamps like V-A-M-P-S. I, as, in,
1: as in like the vamps, like the band?
0: band? Uh, I, I don't know. I mean, yes. It's spelled the same way and pronounced
2: yeah. the same way. Love
1: that for them. <laughs> love
2: that for them. Yep, we love 2005. But they were actually looking for their father and then the show is very much a procedural type of show mm-hmm. where it was like a monster every week so mm. and then the overarching plot was that they were looking for their dad there was a big bad which was yellow yellow-eyed demon yellow-eyed demon yeah yeah, yeah.
1: yellow okay okay yeah cool, cool, the yellow-eyed
2: cool. demon because sam was turned into a well he was given demon blood when he was a baby yeah on accident
0: oh, so on accident. their mom their mother mary was also a hunter okay mm-hmm. boys didn't know that oh she uh made a deal that they would leave her children alone okay. mm-hmm. if she eventually surrendered herself to this demon oh. so the demon was following them around and she comes up to baby sam's crib puts him down and the demon's there he's mm-hmm. like above the crib and she's like you can't touch my son like you can take me you can't touch my son and he's like, ha, 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 too late. I've already dripped blood on t- into his open mouth because he's a literal baby.
1: Wait, uh, uh, yeah. dripping blood into his mouth means that, like, the demon can claim him?
0: Uh, yes, basically. So that there is a curse that he has now put on this child. Oh, And okay. when she tries to, you know, to be like, oh my goodness, like, try to fend that off, he ends up killing her. So, um... Okay. Uh, so she is killed by this yellow-eyed demon. And so the first really like four seasons first like
2: three seasons three seasons
0: are them like really reckoning with the death of their mother the way their father raised them yes. like finally hunting down the demon their dad has spent re- literally from the time that dean was four to now he's 22 20 okay. at the beginning of the series like trying to hunt this demon um and like dean didn't go to college for this too so to, mm-hmm. to help his dad be able to find
2: stuff this show as you could imagine when people were watching it especially a lot of Fems who are watching the show naturally want to grasp onto a ship, usually. And you're like, okay, I'm trying to, I want these two characters to be together. Because there's not necessarily, there's a lot of female characters in Supernatural, but they all die. They all die. Very <laughs> <All laughs> quickly. All die. They all die. But so when the show initially started off, the first three seasons, the main relationship was Dean and Sam's relationship.
1: Yes. Sam is his He's younger brother.
2: brother. Yeah. So. Okay people would ship Dean and Sam together. Wait,
1: what? Yeah. Yes. No. Yes. yes. Why?
2: Because there was no other ship to put on the show. It, so they yeah. just put them together, which is not okay. Cause yep. the wait, wait, wait. wait. Was-
1: the fandom shipped them? Yes. Yeah, or the did. show put them together?
2: Oh, oh we're going to get both. We're going to get there. We're going to get there. Yes.
1: <laughs> My face is very confused right now. <laughs>
2: yes. So the fandom ships Dean and Sam together, and as well as the show would do a lot of Wink, wink, nudge, nudge. They would play into it as well.
1: Why? Yeah.
2: Because. So, know, man, an it's over, so, yeah,
0: so an, like, actually like an overarching theme of Supernatural the whole way through is that, yeah, it's a dumpster fire, but it's meta as hell. And so one thing that they started doing from the very beginning was commenting on themselves. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So much so that the villain at the end of season 15 is this writer who they meet in season three named Chuck, who turns out is God, who has been writing their entire life in a series of books, that in their 300th episode, a group of teenage girls turn into a play. Or 200th, 200th episode. 200th, thank you. 300 is when the family gets back together. Don't talk to me about that one. <laughs> um, anyway, it's a dumpster fire again. No, I shame the actors, though. They do a great job. So the show continually comments on itself, so much so that they have an entire, they have an entire episode called The French Mistake. Where the actors, Jared and Jensen, are playing their characters, Sam and Dean, respectively, who are in an alternate reality where they're now Jared and Jensen, and they have to pretend to be TV actors for the day. Yes. That's one of the wait, episodes of the show. Wait,
1: wait, wait. So, so one of the episodes is like... Is like so the so so the actors are playing their characters, yes. but then their characters are playing their actors.
0: Correct. Yes. <laughs> this is the type of of, of tomfoolery um, that this show got into from the very beginning. Um yes. So that's woven within the narrative. But get back to where we are. In, yes. In okay.
2: So first three seasons, there's no one to ship but the brothers, which is like, oh gosh, what we're, we're really better? we're really in deep water here. We're at that point. But then come season four we have the introduction of Castiel, mm-hmm. the angel. Mm-hmm. And Castiel was played by Misha Collins. And
1: yes. Sorry. So, so Cass's full name is Castiel? Yes. I get the ship name now. Yes. You yeah, you Yeah, okay, okay. yeah, yeah.
2: Yes. Was played by Misha Collins. And Castiel was only supposed to be on the show for three episodes mm-hmm. and then died. That's going to kill. Yes. What? Yes. Uh-huh. It was only supposed to be on the show for three episodes. And the reason why Cassiel was even introduced in the first place was because at the end of season three, Dean made a deal with the devil mm-hmm. and he ended up going, he ended up being killed and was sent to hell. Mm-hmm. And this is because they had to wrap up the season very quickly because of the writer's strike in 2007. seven. Seven. Writer's strike in 2007. So they had to wrap up the season and they were like, well, I guess, because originally, the whole plot of that season was that Dean had made a deal with the devil and they were trying to figure out how to get out of this deal. Mm-hmm. And originally in the original scripts or original script that was going to be written, Dean was going to be saved by Sam, which always happened on the show. Mm-hmm. But then they were like, oh, well, we have to fig- we have to wrap up the season really quickly. So Dean actually is going to go to hell, which was really surprising to people. They were like, wait, they actually killed Dean? Like he actually went to hell? Again, happy accident because the writer strike, and because of this, they had to introduce angels because they didn't originally. They were not going to introduce angels at all in the series. And then Eric Kripke, 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 he was the showrunner at the time, the creator of Supernatural. Mm -hmm. He was like, well, I guess we have to introduce angels because this is the only logical reason for why Dean would be saved, or Mm -hmm. it would make the most sense of why Dean would be saved and brought back from hell to earth. So with all that set up, that is why Destiel is a thing because of the writer strike in two thousand and seven. Yep, uh, I, and I also I also want to give credit where
0: credit is due though that um oh, oh, a couple of things. So we're we're gonna go down the list. List number one. So they don't just be like the the aesthetic of the first like five seasons of Supernatural was very like dark lighting like. We're a crime show, very noir, but with supernatural villains. Mm -hmm. And um, so, like, you have that going on. So it's like, oh, like, all tough and rumble or whatever. So Dean wakes up. He's not in hell anymore. That's surprising. Um, And he learns through, he's inside a barn with his friend. And uh, the barn lights start, like, pulsating. And, like, all these sparks start coming off. All the lights go down. The like the two doors in the back burst open, and there's this man in a trench coat staring, standing there, staring at him straight ahead, and just mm-hmm. like walks in. Yeah, and is like, "I'm Castiel, the angel who raised you from hell," and or he's like, "Raised you
2: from per- 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 perdition, perdition." The, yeah, and,
0: like the angel who came into hell and raised you from perdition.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: And Dean's like. What he stabs him? Yeah,
2: yeah, yeah.
0: He's, <laughs>
1: Wait, what? He, he stabs yeah, because he's like, I don't know what this is. <laughs> Dean stabs Cass. Yeah, Dean. Oh, stabs Dean. Cass.
0: They do many things to one another over the course of the series. Anyway, so that's <laughs> that's their first meeting. So, and also like, so yes, it's a very happy accident on the fact of the writer strike, but the instant chemistry that these two actors had mm-hmm, just mm-hmm. in that opening sequence. Because like Supernatural is a procedural. Mm-hmm. So you have guest stars all the time who come in and certain guest stars really strike a chord with the audience. Mm-hmm. It wasn't just Misha Collins in Castiel. He's mm-hmm. the most significant example of this over the course of the show, but there's many other characters that do that too. Just the unbelievable chemistry that these two actors have from the get-go. Mm-hmm. We're like... Literally, like by Castiel throwing open the doors of this barn, he threw open the doors to what supernatural was going to be from now on. Yeah, mm. um, in
2: a really significant way. And then I want to go. Yeah, go and back to what basically, it, so now think of it from a fan fandom point of view. Mm-hmm. Now you have another character, a very handsome man mm-hmm. who it has a lot of chemistry with this other handsome man. He's not his brother, mm-hmm. and. <laughs> They work well together. So yeah. you're like, oh, let's ship them together. This is yeah. perfect. So thus begins Destiel. Dusty L. Destiel. Dusty and it all started with, Sorry, I'm, uh, yes. I'm
1: just looking up a picture of the you're two of them. They, they, are, they are two incredibly good-looking yes. men.
2: Yes. Yeah. very
1: In cowboy hats.
2: Oh, oh we're going to get to that thing. one. We're going to get to that. That's a whole thing. That's a whole thing. <laughs> but just to start this off, we're going to break this up into showrunners because the showrunners, based on who the showrunners were at that time, depends on how um, Destiel was depicted. Mm-hmm. Or what type of tone it was setting at that time. Okay. Also, I think a really good thing to note, um,
0: most shows, as, as people experience them now, have the same showrunners mm-hmm. over the course of the show. But um, in a lot of procedurals, in a lot of, like, long-running shows, that changes. Supernatural's no different in that way. Mm -hmm. Um, But also, very specifically, that the creator of the show left after season five. Yes. So he decided that he was done, but the show was was renewed, excuse me, and went on from season six to season 15. So that's a lot of lore in between Mm -hmm. to to cover. But let's go back, get back to this
2: centering device, which I think is great. So the first showrunner slash creator of the show was Eric Kripke. And he is in charge of creating Supernatural and creating the foundation unintentionally Mm -hmm. of Dean and Cass. Yep. So the first, because Cass showed up on the show in season four. So from season four and five, that's basically the foundation of what Dean and Cass started Mm -hmm. from. Mm -hmm. So all the moments that you see in those two seasons, they aren't necessarily, no one's like, they aren't as later seasons as they do hints towards the Dean and Cass relationship mm-hmm. or they're blatantly just being like coding them or, or a lot of queer baiting that's happening in the show. It's a lot of just, again, happy accidents. And like the chemistry between these two actors is like yeah. what they were bringing to the script and what they were bringing to their performances, yeah. people were responding a certain way. Yeah. So four and five, all the queer moments are a lot of like accidental moments, as you can see. Um, and then we get to... Sarah Gamble, who did two seasons. She did season six and seven, which was kind of a transitional period for Supernatural. 100%. Because as Mary Frances was saying, Supernatural was supposed to end after season five. And basically how it was supposed to end was this tragic ending of they were, the brothers stopped the apocalypse by having to sacrifice, Sam had to sacrifice himself. Oh. And so Dean is forced to live a normal life. So a recurring theme of one brother having to
0: sacrifice himself for the other brother over the course of the show. Mm-hmm. That's kind of like they go from Michael and, Michael and Lucifer, to angels who the devil, but also another angel who are brothers under God, Cain and Abel, all nine yards. Mm-hmm.
2: Yes. And so she, when she took over the show, it was a very weird time that was happening because they were trying – they had to fig- restart the show basically and figure yeah. out – what they were going to do for the next six, (laughs) little do they know, ten (laughs) seasons. (laughs) And figure out, okay, how do we move this forward? The popularity of Destiel starts to grow. It starts to grow and the popularity begins to grow. And they start to play with it a bit more because now they're aware of it. They're like, oh, this is a fun thing that people, the fans love. Let's just start sprinkling in things and Mm. just making it fun that we're poking fun at it that we're not going to do anything with it but we're just going to put it in there which is a classic sign of queer baiting as we know now but actually supernatural right supernatural invented
0: the term queerbaiting so what? yeah so to take it back supernatural started on air in 2005. yes mm-hmm. we had like mm-hmm. like to be a queer person in the united states was a significant risk it's i mean mm-hmm. it's still some mm-hmm. communities it's still a huge significant risk but At the time, specifically, like across all boards, it was a huge significant risk. And so because it was on air for so long and we had the proliferation of queer media that became into the mainstream in like a deluge from 2010 onward mm-hmm. 2010 2011 i'm not a media scholar so i would actually love if anyone has a paper on that i'd love to see when it really hit yeah if anybody knows so supernatural invented the term queerbaiting as we see in tv and film mm-hmm. i don't know enough about literary theory yeah to be able to put that in there but um since queerbaiting is specifically hinting at relationships between two characters that could be queer over a longevity
2: point of view, it shows up a lot in TV, and basically, it's sh- it they they're hinting at it, but they never follow through with it. Exactly. That's the main thing about queer baiting.
0: Yes, like
2: a like bait for a fish. Mm-hmm. Like for the first, for instance, the first scene that D- Dean and Cass have in season six it's where sam is talking to dean and he's like i've been trying to contact cass for so long to try to figure out yes sorry
1: sam the brother sam yeah. the brother who, who did not die in season 5
2: who did not die he, he died, dies, but then he comes back. Oh, It's good. a whole, th- that's so, a different great. podcast. Ba- yeah, the
0: whole, basically just to know when we use the term die in Supernatural, they're going to be back the next season. Yes. No one actually ever really dies unless you're a woman or a person of color. Yes. Yes.
2: You will never see them again. Well, <laughs> yep. Um, yep. Yeah. But, so, Sam's been trying to contact Cass. Okay. And Dean's like, okay, let me try. And he's like, Castillo blah 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 boom Cass shows up immediately and Sam's like what I'm sorry I've been trying to contact you for months and he says two words and you just show up and this is verbatim of what Cass says he's like well Dean and I have a more profound bond than you and I he was like it literally right here Dean and I do share a more profound bond I wasn't going to mention it first scene that Dean and Cass have of season six. So already we're off the bat of like, oh, so they're playing around with us now. Okay. Here yeah. we go. Here we go. And if you look at it, the first
1: sorry, I just one quick question. Is it justifiable for Cass to say that about Cass and Dean at this point in the Yes. yes. Okay. Yeah.
2: Another example. I'm giving examples so you're not you people won't come at me and be like, no, this is real. Another example is an angel tells Dean, there's a scene where he's like, Oh, that angel that's in love with you. Mm-hmm. He says this. He says this. I'm yep. not making up any yep. words. He,
0: uh, <laughs> he um, says this. This same set seven yeah, yeah, Zandy, you're in it. you keep going. And I then
2: there's money. another scene where they're asking Dean again to call upon Cass and Cat and then Dean's like, Cass doesn't live in my Another word for (laughs) butts. And then Cass shows up behind him. And then Dean's like, Cass, get out of my butt. And Cass is like, I'm never in your... And then stops. They share a look. And you're just like, what is going on? You're like,
0: what is... Like, the actors are so close. They're so close to one another. They're this like, far apart. And from like each other. anyone who's ever taken an acting class ever is like, you're either gonna fight or kiss. Like, yeah. that, like you're that close to each other, that's kiss just what kill. that's gonna yeah, kiss or kill. It's either what that's gonna happen in that space and time. Um, anyway, this is
2: yes. So the major turning point for season six was the episode episode twenty so many episodes. It, th- th- granted, there are like 24 episodes per season. So there's a lot, 23, 23 episodes per season. So there's a lot of content and a lot of time for people to flesh things out. So, okay, anyway. So this episode was <laughs> called The Man Who Would Be King. And it was all framed from Castiel's point of view. And it's, it's so popular because it's the first breakup that Dean and Cass have with one another. Mm-hmm. Because you figure out through the plot, that Cass has been lying to Dean and Sam this entire season because he's actually been working with this um, demon called Crowley. Mm-hmm. And basically, Dean and Ca- Dean and Sam do not know this. Mm-hmm. And so from this episode, Dean finds out that Cass has been lying to him. And then they have this whole dramatic scene of um it's like raining outside. and like, like tells dean dean's like how could you do this to me and then like he cast a spell or something it's like a oil and fire or like holy what's it that so angels it, can't cross
0: it's a whole it's like a uh, there it's a
2: holy water um
0: so that what contains an angel is like holy fire holy fire so it's yeah, like yeah holy water that you then light on fire there's a lot of biblical terminology yes. from here on so um, and as someone who was raised Episcopalian still considers myself an Episcopalian, like some of the stuff even goes over my head. Yeah. Um. Just like the ran, it's very like medieval Christian
2: mm-hmm, in mm-hmm. the
0: terminology that they're using.
2: Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, Dean cast this circle of fire. He's, and like, I think there's like demons coming at them. And so they have to, Sam and Dean have to leave. And like Dean runs to the door. Cass is in the middle of this fire looking heartbroken. And Dean like takes a beat, looks back, tears in his eyes, and then leaves. The entire episode is framed as if it's a romantic plot. Because it's from Cass's point of view. You're seeing, it's like, you could tell that he's about to break out with his lover. Like, if you look at it from that fraying point, it makes sense because yeah. that's the way that they, the writer who has been um, Ben Edlin, he was the writer of that episode and he was paralleling that episode of the show as if they were about to be broken up. Mm-hmm. So again, um, it's... It's not set up as a love story. one, friends. <laughs> yeah, that's just break up one. That's just break up one, truly.
1: What season are we on?
2: We are on... We're still on six? six. We're yeah. still on season six? six? We're on yeah. six. We'll yeah. jump ahead.
0: Oh um. my goodness. <laughs> Gracious. Yeah. Like, so one thing to add from season seven is that uh, from time to time, the writers try to introduce a um, woman who oh, yeah. is a love interest of Dean or Cass. And in season seven, they do it for Cass, which is a supernatural being named Meg. Who, when Dean and Cass meet up, literally verbatim says to Dean, "Ask him. He was your boyfriend 1st Mm-hmm. So, and it, it's kind of like, and that actually plays into some of these relationships that Dean and Cass attempt to have with other women. Is that it's like, well, you're in, love you're in love with, with him else. Like, there's somebody else here, and so like this isn't gonna work
2: and mm-hmm. um, yeah so what happens at the beginning of season seven is that they kill cass mm-hmm. they try to who's kill they
1: mag and d the writers oh the writers
2: kill off cass yeah. so oh. they kill them off and it does not go well no fans. they lose 30 percent of their viewership because of what that? Yes. Yeah.
1: oh my god yes
2: and fans are not happy and the show tries to move on, yep. yet they don't move on because Dean is still mourning cast yep. and, like, carries around his trench coat in the back of his car. Yep. And so through we don't know if this is actually the case but probably through the pressure of fans and the need to want to get that viewership back they bring Cass back later on in the season
1: how do they bring him back
2: they huh. he shows up in a telephone box oh no that's 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 oh late. that's later <laughs> that's later that's like later seasons He's di- they all <gasps> die multiple times. Jeez, oh, he, is. he shows up as a normal person. Oh, Jimmy yes. Novak, Jimmy Novak. As in Jimmy Novak. And then he gets his memories back. There's oh, a yeah. whole plot. Like, we're not going into the plot and stuff like that. But he gets his memories back. Goodness. So in the end, Destiel was brought back. Mm-hmm. And then you have season eight. And season eight is known as one of the, quote, unquote, gayest seasons <laughs> of Supernatural. Because <laughs> you have a new showrunner, Jeremy Carver, who's doing season eight. And they just, he just went for it. He was like, we're doing yes. this. <laughs> let's go. Also, let's put season eight into
0: context of where we are. So this is 2012. So there's uh, Proposition 8 here in California. Has, mm. There's a lot of, like, work to get that being passed. Uh, marriage equality is already passed in Massachusetts. Mm-hmm. Um, we have a lot of, uh, Glee is on TV mm-hmm. at this moment mm-hmm. in time. Mm-hmm. So there are, like, representations of queer relationships that are out there that are being viewed positively yes and we also have like it is within the zeitgeist to be moving forward queer rights yes so that's also a really important thing to track in in this space
2: yes and this is the season the infamous season where dean and Cass go to purgatory where they're stuck in purgatory. Mm. And Dean basically loses his mind while he's in purgatory because he cannot find Cass. Mm. And he's, like, searching for Cass, and he's, like, there's a, there's a scene <laughs> where he's, like, where's the angel? <laughs> <And> like, <laughs> did he say that? Did he say, where's and the I, angel? I, I, or he's, like, where is he? Or something like that. Or if he may say, where's the angel, he, like, <laughs> pushes up something against the tree. And once he find Cass, once he finds Cass, he's, like, there's, like, this hug that happens, and it's, like, really big and a part of, like, the fandom where yeah. he like, hugs him really and he's just like crying and they're like crying There's like
0: romantic what's it's... like dean is so so dean is like linked up with this other guy in purgatory oh yeah and he's only <laughs> been talking about Cass this entire time so the other guy's like oh there's guys uh there's room it's like a whole flute violin section that starts playing in this reunion Mm-hmm that you're like, this
2: sounds like a love theme. Because his lover, they found each Even other. Because they found each they other. They found one another. So basically, we're really, they're, the writers at this point are really playing into the Dean and Cass ship, and they know it, we know it, and now we're like, okay, is anything going to come of this? Is there going to be any follow-through? Nope. <laughs> <laughs> no! Um, so the next two seasons, they kind of roll back on Dean and Cass's interaction between the two of them yeah so they start having them in less scenes together they are just cast may not be in an episode there's this whole funny meme where it's like if misha collins name wasn't in the intro credits then people were just like no (laughs) because he's not in the episode like they wouldn't watch they wouldn't watch the episode episode because he's not in the episode and like there's this whole thing but they're still hinting at Dean and Cass being a couple mm-hmm. because there's this character called Megatron, who, <laughs> yes,
0: his, yes. Name Megatron.
2: his name is Megatron yes his name is Megatron
1: <laughs> Oh, okay
2: <laughs> and he he says basically Cass ends up giving up his like entire angel army because he's in love quote-unquote he's in love with humanity aka Dean. Dean
1: okay
2: season 11 there's a contrast between Dean and and being in a non-consensual relationship with God's sister, Whoa. and yeah. then Cass being Umara, he's like possessed put by Lucifer—it's been under like a spell, oh. basically. Mm-hmm. So, and then
0: Amara's like, "You can't love me because you're in love with an angel." Yeah, she's literally the princess or whatever of darkness, and uh, so she's like, "You love someone else. This this isn't gonna work. So I'll give you your mom back instead." Yeah.
1: Hmm.
0: So we're getting romantic
2: hints. Wait, wait,
1: throughout wait, wait, wait wait, 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 Mom, mom, that was killed at the.
2: Uh huh. Mom comes back. Mom in season comes 11. back. Everyone comes back. Yeah. So goes, my mom is oh, back yeah, from season eleven through season twenty fourteen. She meets Cass. They have yeah. a family dinner. Yeah. It's it's <laughs> oh, a lot. Oh
1: my god. Okay. It's a lot. Okay. Okay. So we
2: get to the two hundredth episode. The two hundredth episode we were talking about a little bit earlier uh-huh. is called fan fiction. Literally, no, it's yes? no, fan fiction. because it's the whole thing about how Mary Francis was talking about the meta use of Supernatural being really aware of itself. Uh-huh. And so Dean and Sam, they end up going to this high school to solve this crime there. And they realize that there's a group of teenagers putting on a show, a musical of Supernatural. Mm-hmm. And they're, of course, they've kind of like made their own version of Supernatural. And there's a moment in the show,
1: in the musical, in
2: well, in, no, this is just in the show. Okay, okay, okay. This is like he's Dean is talking to one of the cast members, Great. and he's like one he's talking it. to him, and then he sees. The person playing himself and the person playing Cass like <laughs> hugging, and he's like, "What are they doing over there?" And she's like, "They're called. It's called hugging." And then they, they it's kind of sad they didn't let them like even them kiss. Yeah, because well, the, they're supposed to be a couple that's together. Yeah, they like she he's like the woman who wrote the
0: so the the girl who wrote the show she's like they're together like they're a couple. And He's like okay, which also plays back to Supernatural has out queer women together, who have kids, huh. but they're killed oh Mm -hmm. so you can be gay in a woman on the show and then oftentimes the brothers will adopt them as like younger sisters charlie is the biggest example Mm -hmm. of this Mm -hmm. but there's also the woman played by kim rhodes who i'm losing the name of kim rhodes Uh, yes kim rhodes Mm. is awesome but i forget her character's name officer or somebody i'm really sorry kim your uh, character's great i just i keep blanking um Anyway, long story short. So there's a really interesting, like, especially once we hit 2012 and onward, Dean and Cass still aren't together. Mm -hmm. But you have, like, Charlie, who they adopt from season eight onward, who's Mm -hmm. an out lesbian. You have who Dean teaches how to flirt with.
2: That's a whole other other thing. He's, like,
0: flirting with this man. And I'm like, what's going on? There's so much going on here. Um, The subtext has become text Um, at this point. Uh, There's... Um, other just like and especially once we hit like season 12 onward Mm -hmm. side characters who they meet who are procedurals are two women who are together Mm -hmm. but it's never a gay man it's never a gay man Mm. never there's never Never. just like a one-off two gay men together Over the course of the
2: show that I can think of. The closest is like I think probably like season eight where Dean runs into this guy in this cafe and the guy hits on him. Oh yeah. And then Dean's mm. kinda like flustered and like walks away. But that's it. And Mm. he literally is like later he's like, Oh, we had
0: that that thing we had back there and the guy's like, Yeah, I was tailing you. I was trying to Yeah, and then it just squashed. And and Dean's like like,
2: Oh (laughs) Yeah. But going back to the fan fiction episode so the whole idea of the episode was like how you can interpret it is like the writers being like okay we hear you fans we see you we understand that you're really into these ships and everything like that and that's your version of the show but this is our version of the show as well and they can both live in harmony but that's not but it's kind of like a slap to the face Mm -hmm. kind of too because it's like yeah you can have your thing but you're the, we're the reason why the show is continued to be so popular, and yet what you're putting out in the show is what's giving us the fire to see the things that we see. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's
0: also playing with the whole, um, and I'm sure there are other podcasts about music that have done this more, but playing with the fact that if a teenage girl likes it, then yeah. there's some, something wrong yeah. with it.
2: And it's kind of harmful because after so many years of the writers, some write not all writers, some of the writers and like, Producers telling the fans that they were like delusional, almost being like this ship doesn't exist. Mm-hmm. What are you talking about? Why are you reading into things? And then being like, oh, we know it exists. We know we're playing into it. It's like what? Mm. What does that do to a fan? Like, yeah. what are you supposed to think? It's
0: such whiplash. And also like as as Zan was bringing up at the beginning, which is a great point about how the the um, audience of the show had shifted. By this point, it's primarily young femme. Queer, non-queer cis non-cis people but the majority of their audience is femme centered mm-hmm, and mm-hmm. so at this point the very people who like had like the happy accident of making this show continue mm-hmm. they are continually saying no to mm-hmm. they're continually mm-hmm. denying and it's again a group of cis men denying what femme and young femmes are seeing yes so if you even want to echo that on like a broader thing, it's like, what are these, these young women and, non, and just people who are not cis men mm-hmm. going to learn about the world in terms of how their heroes are going to respect their thoughts and opinions? Mm-hmm. They're going to learn that their thoughts and opinions don't matter,
2: mm-hmm. and
0: that what matters is what the man says.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: And there's, so there's... there's yeah, yeah it's, I think it's really important also to bring up the way that misogyny interacts with queerness mm-hmm. in a lot of in a lot
2: of ways because mm-hmm. then people were like oh well the producers and some of the writers and things like that they were just worried that all these fans they just wanted them to have be like hooking up or mm-hmm. or showing insane amounts of intimacy on mm-hmm. the show all the time it's like no that's not what people wanted or what Mm-mm. they were even they, they just wanted them to be together because mm-hmm. that's what the arc of the show was giving them mm-hmm. so it's it's just, it's really disappointing, actually.
0: Yeah, and can we fast forward from here to where I, like, picked up the show yes. in season 14? Yes. So in season 13, 14, I picked it up with a Scooby-Natural episode because, yes, they did a crossover episode for with Scooby-Doo. Scooby-Doo. No! And, they did. and no. yes, they Dean they hit did, on Daphne a lot of the time, and, yes, Velma was hitting on Sam for uh, no reasons other know. than you put men, I don't know, <laughs> heteropatriarchy. So anyway, moving are going moving on so by the time I picked up you have Jack and Jack is the son of Lucifer who is a little boy played by a not like a, a young man named mm-hmm. um, Alexander Calver, who's quite good um, and he has been adopted by Sam, Dean and Cass and it's basically that Dean and Cass are his dads and Sam is his uncle and they live in a bunker together. So at this mm-hmm. point, they're like a family who lives together. And it's like, oh, well, Sam's also his dad. Yes. But like Cass, Jack specifically calls Jack, uh, Cass his father as like a saying no to, to, to uh, Lucifer. So by the fact that like they're married, um, they have a kid. They're not yeah. even together. And the three of them are parenting a child yeah. together. Yeah. So at this point, it's like they become this interesting domestic Group and then at the beginning of season 15 in episode three, it almost as if Dean and Cass get divorced because mm-hmm. Cass walks out. He's like, You're not treating me the way that you deserve to be treated. Because there's yeah. something about Jack accidentally kills their mother because he can't control his powers because he's the very powerful being. Who knows? So Dean's mad at Cass for that. Anyway, they get divorced, like Cass walks out. And then yeah. you're suddenly like, okay, cool. Now you have Sam and Dean who have to raise this boy together. <laughs> but like neither one of them really knows what they're doing. Mm-hmm. And it's like, oh man, primary dad's left. What do we do?
2: Yeah. It's like, that's the subtext of the later yeah. seasons. And <laughs> this is So at this point, Andrew Dabbs is the showrunner of the show. Mm-hmm. And also at this point, the writers, the creator, the showrunner, they know Destiel has to be incorporated in the show in some way so they're going to incorporate the relationship without showing any explicit intimacy or ever saying that they're in a relationship but they act like they are in a relationship yes that's how it's
0: written and also a really important note here that like Cass is like we've seen be with women but it always has seemed like a weird halting thing that he doesn't quite know what to do Mm -hmm. like dean takes him to a strip club the night before they think they're gonna die in one of the very beginning seasons and he has no idea what's going on mm-hmm. and they write as like he's an angel who doesn't understand human emotions mm-hmm. because he's like observing them like aliens but dean has always been written as like being actually attracted to men and women and and the whole spectrum and things mm-hmm. so a really important thing in this thing is that like they're gonna make a move with the character who they've coded as gay can have feelings but the bi man can't express them mm-hmm. there's mm-hmm. a really specific form of bi erasure that comes at a to a head mm-hmm. in these later seasons mm-hmm. that I, I we think is important for us to bring up as uh, yeah in the, the way that zan's moving this forward
2: and at this point just in the world the cw has changed radically oh it my has goodness. jane the version it has crazy ex-girlfriend on the network so Supernatural is the only show basically on there that's still just a bunch of cis white dudes yep that are and they're trying and the CW's trying to preach this idea of oh we're all 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 orientation there's like a little clip of them saying like all orientations are welcomed all lifestyles are welcomed all all whatever are welcomed and yet you're like what why are you not reflecting this in your show when you know that times are changing and that you need to change your own network and you want your network to look like the world more than it actually is so let's skip ahead to the confession. Oh my so there's this whole build up, as we've been saying, this final, the final season, 15. They're really centralized Dean and Cass's relationship. It's played yeah. out like they're a couple, but again, not explicitly ever said or ever shown like anything. But they're basically married. They're married with a kid. Yeah, with a kid. And there's a breakup scene. And it's really dramatic and sad. Yeah. And really well done if you look at it from, like, if they're together. Because you're yeah. just like, wow, this is really heartbreaking.
0: Like, again, like, the one thing that saves Supernatural time and time again is that its actors are good. Yes. But specifically the, like, the the chemistry and just understanding that Misha Collins and Jensen Ackles have as scene partners is incredible.
2: Yeah, they have and great chemistry. And to, to be commended yeah. in that way. And also what happens if you notice in the final season there's not a lot of like emotional heated arguments that happen Mm. because if there are the only rational ending to those arguments would be some form of physical intimacy yep Hmm. because that's the way the characters have been written kiss or kill so it just doesn't make any sense anymore that they're not being together in that way and so we jump to the last the third Third to last 15, episode, 1518, despair
0: 18. or the truth, depending on what dub you have.
2: Yeah. <laughs> a Tumblr so broke. basically in this episode, Cass confesses their love to 15. Dean.
1: Does Cass use they, them pronouns?
2: I say they, them because Cass is an angel. <laughs> Cass is not a human being. Cass is not a cis male. Okay. Cass is an angel. Yeah. So that's why I use they, them pronouns for Cass. There you go.
0: Cassite like presents as a cis man because that's the uh vessel that they have chosen. Mm-hmm. But um uh, they okay. but I'm that they that makes total sense because yeah. they're a non-human they're entity. Human. Yeah, so gen- we already know gender's fake. So mm-hmm. like it would make sense in this particular case.
2: Yeah. Cass has this love confession to Dean mm-hmm. and then immediately Cass dies. Right yep. afterwards, so it's like bury kill your gaze. gaze, bury your gaze to the extreme. <laughs> yep, and it's uh, really upsetting because it's basically this whole thing of like Cass is, experiences the happiest moment of their life. Yes, then this entity called what's it called? I think it's important to look at the lore in this
0: specific moment in time to see how much they bury your gaze. It's um, whew. okay. So Jack, their son, um, he is part of the devil. And so the Empty, which is where demons and angels go when they die, claims him. He's like, you're a demonic being. You mm-hmm. died before. I, belo- You belong to me.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: And they go to heaven and Jack sees his human mother who, all women who have a child of the devil must die. That's from the Bible, but still. So they see her and uh, Jack's very happy and the, the Empty finds them and Cass to defend Jack is like, you get to take me. He's like, when I have reached the happiest moment of my life, you can come and take me. Mm-hmm. And the Empty's like, okay. So uh, the, the entirety of season 15, Dean and Sam, the two brothers, are fighting God. They're realizing that their life has been written by this man for his own enjoyment um, and all of their suffering was just because he's wanted to write something. Hmm. Um, mm-hmm. It's an actually really demonic uh, mechanism mm-hmm. that they use. Because they're, they're like, the whole thing about team free will is what they're they're around. But basically, they're trying to fight for their own semblance of their own life. Which feeds into Dean being like, I don't know what's real. I don't know who's up and what's down. So are my feelings for Cass actually real? Or have they been planted by God in order to happen in this moment in time. Mm. Mm -hmm. So they think they found a way out. Sam's become a witch and uh, he's going to cast a spell to be able to contain God. But um, there are some things happening at the bunker and basically it doesn't really seem that death is coming for them and it doesn't really seem that there's a way out. So Cass is like, I love you. So this confession happens and Cass says, uh, Dean's like, why does this sound like a goodbye? And Cass goes, because it is. I love you. And Dean goes, don't do this. Cass, Cass. Again, they've seen each other die many, many times. And Cass is like, goodbye, Dean. And then he gets swallowed up by the empty. So the very moment, which, which since you've been watching the show, you're like, oh, the happiest moment of his life was telling Dean that he's in love with him and now he's dead.
2: Yeah, which is, with through the through the lore of the show, it makes sense. Mm-hmm. I just wish the moment was sealed with some form of yep. explicit Physical intimacy, intimacy yeah. yep. between the two because it would have made so much sense yep it would have made so much like and i've yep. heard arguments where it's like dean couldn't process what's going on that's why he doesn't really have a reaction to what he's saying which is fine but i feel like there should have been i feel like there would have been it makes sense for him to yeah the last moment between the two of them
0: yes 100 percent. and it's also like the actors had known it that this confession was happening for a while. They filmed it last because they knew it meant a lot. Um, and uh, do we want to bring up the dubs?
1: <laughs> <That's>, <laughs> the dubs?
0: Yeah, sure. Okay, so Supernatural is an international thing. So in the Spanish dub, um, the episode is not called Despair, but the truth. Cass specifically uses the romantic version of I Love You, which is amo. Fans were shocked to hear Dean respond, yo a ti, Cass, I probably really butchered that, I'm so sorry, I do not speak Spanish, Uh, which is the romantic version of Me Too, Cass. Uh, Though the English subtitles remained, don't do this, Cass, and the, uh, the episode is also titled, La Verdad, The Truth, Not Despair. In the fan uproar over this revelation, Tumblr was overloaded and briefly went down while well, the number one they Silence you trended on Twitter oh and gosh. the U.S. fans were encouraged uh, each other to boycott the CW for presumed sponsorship of the English version of the show while Yola T. Cass and Dean Cass trended internationally. Oh my gosh. Um, it was later revealed in December 2020 interview with Dean's Latin American voice actor Guillermo Rojas that the changes were made by the dubs director during an uh, interview into 2021 the Latin American voice actor for Castiel Alejandro Mahen, stated when asked about Cass's Goodbye to Dean that he believed the I love you was fraternal and didn't uh, believe that the show was ever hinting at anything romantic between Dean and Cass so this whole thing comes on when the dubs come out and then there's also a whole Italian one too Um, but it's this whole entire thing of like can Dean ever reciprocate back to by erasure
1: Mm -hmm, of mm -hmm. like
0: if you have a by man who another man says to him or presumed to be a man Mm -hmm. based off outside. I love you. He's still caught up in the masculinity trappings Mm -hmm. and he cannot say, I love you back. Yeah. Even though if you like look at some of the editing of this specific scene, the um, Jensen Ackles who's playing Dean is very moved, Mm -hmm. but he as an actor has always been incredible at subtlety. Like that's like his Mm -hmm. calling card. Mm -hmm. He's a very talented Multifaceted actor. We've already seen how the, his range is. So, again, like as Zane was saying, it makes no sense for them not to have some form of like reaction, especially once like Cass is swallowed by the empty. Dean sinks to the floor sobbing.
1: Mm. Yeah.
2: And then the scene cuts. And the main problem with this is the next two episodes. The next two, we won't Oof. go into detail about them, but basically the next two episodes have zero comment on. They mentioned Cass once. They mention Cass once there's no mourning as we've seen in multiple seasons of Dean just being unhinged and just completely distraught when Cass has been dead, quote unquote before, and they never, and even Sam's um, love interest is never mentioned. Yeah. He's like she yeah. dies, she's killed as well. Who's also a deaf woman played by a deaf actor. So yeah. let's go more about the eraser of people with disabilities at yeah. that moment and in time. And she's never meant, like, she's not even mentioned. So it's just this weird, I don't know what was happening behind the scenes. We will never know what's happening behind the scenes unless we actually talk to these people. But it's just this weird sense of, like, they just kind of were kind of like, forget y'all, y'all are the worst. We're not even going to try to give you some emotional payoff from fifteen seasons of this nonsense. Mm.
1: <laughs> it's also, so
0: yeah the two episodes that were filmed after the pandemic because the last episode they filmed before everything shut down was Cass's Love Confession. Mm-hmm. That is the last scene they mm. filmed until they were off the air yeah. and not in production for eight months. Mm. So you're like, okay, maybe they went back and reworked some stuff mm-hmm. because But then at the same time, the last two episodes make absolutely no sense unless for some strange reason the main character is now Sam?
2: Even though... There's no emotional depth to the
0: episodes. But even though, like, the... mm, Yeah, anyway, so the, the finale makes absolutely no sense. Yeah. Like, forget the emotional reactions that we all had watching it. Like, logically, over the story they've been telling, it doesn't make any sense like it almost it's it's like someone pulled
2: the wrong draft and then they filmed it like the first draft of like the first episode of supernatural ever and they pulled it
0: or like the first draft of like season 12 yeah you're like where you're like did we jump again this is the finale like Mm. what's
2: happening and then the series ends and then like because dean ends up dying and then Sam on wins out nail. his life on a nail. And, like, they have this tin minute a nail, on a yeah. nail. Wait, what, what like, do you mean? It's like
1: gets,
0: this rod
2: sh- thing that just gets, like, So sh-
0: he gets, sh- speaking Ooh, of vamps, which you were saying at the beginning, he's killed by a bunch <laughs> of a vampire. vampires when they defeated <laughs> God. It's Again, so the logic makes no sense.
2: And they have this 10-minute-long scene of Steen and Sam basically, like, crying, being re- really intimate with one another. And, and like, just like, they're brothers who are dying. That makes sense. It's a lot.
0: It's okay. <laughs> yes, yes, it's a lot. It goes yes, on a little too long. It 100 percent goes on too long. I love that. go on the going on too long. But like I do think that like if your siblings dying, yeah. you're gonna have a pretty intense reaction. Yeah, I
2: guess I just like from just the show itself, I'm like, what is going on? I'm oh. Already I'm just like jaded and I'm like, oh god. It
1: also sounds like that they're giving more supposed romantic connection between two brothers mm-hmm. yes then between exactly two characters one of which who has officially unpronounced his love for the other
0: mm-hmm. that's correct mm-hmm.
1: yeah which is weird
0: it's weird yeah it's it's almost as if in trying to write a show about a codependent set of siblings mm-hmm. the only way they could see it happening was if it was romantic
2: yeah huh. when yeah.
0: if you actually look at codependence It hurts more than that. Mm. It's more rough than that. Mm. It's more jagged than that. Mm -hmm. But how can we show a man suffering if it's not romantically inclined? Mm. Mm. If he's not dying for war or if he's not dying for someone he loves,
2: how can he be suffering? Mm. Mm. Yeah, so supernatural. (laughs) It's a lot. This has been
1: i've, I've learned so much over <laughs> like the past so much. time yeah yeah
2: it's um but it's pretty obvious that the dean and Cass should be together even the showrunners knew it even yeah. the writers knew it they were yeah. playing into it they just never explicitly said it yeah. which is bizarre but yeah. yeah dean and Cass, Dean and Cass. the ship for the century destiel
1: wow um Yeah. <laughs> you know, being on the being on the listening end of this, I feel like I feel like I, I I both have just soaked up a large amount of information and I also know nothing about the show.
2: <laughs> That's a great place to be in.
1: It's yeah. Um for those of you listening, um I I shouldn't watch the show. I don't you have time. Don't no.
0: watch no. the show. no, 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 it. Don't God. do it. Because you get sucked it in. It'll suck you get sucked in. Because in.
2: the first five seasons are really good. Yeah. Oh, oh but then, then by really that good. point you're like, yeah. it yeah. gets, it's yeah. like, it's yeah. like, okay, okay. you're sucked yeah. in because you I hope see. it's gonna get better, even though you know how it ends.
0: Yep. You're like, I know how it ends, but I hope it's nope. Oh my gosh.
1: Okay. Well, Mary Frances, thank you so much for joining us. You're
0: welcome. Thank you so much for having me. I um. How can people find you? Oh, yeah. Um, you can find me on Instagram at Mary Frances Noser.
2: That's where I am. Awesome. Wonderful.
1: We will put that into our description for the episode.
2: Yes. Sweet beans. And if anyone has any comments about this episode, please feel free to email us at yeah. make gay at makeagaypodcastgmail.com. And be sure to follow us on Instagram, Instagram at makeagaypodcast. And also give us five stars on Apple Podcasts please. and leave a review because. That helps.
1: We'll send you flowers. We won't send you flowers. <laughs>
2: we'll send you virtual flowers. We'll
1: send you a shout out.
2: A shout out. Yeah. We'll, we'll send you Why not? Yeah. Okay. Why not? Why not? Why not? Why not?
1: All right, friends. Thank you so much. We will see you next week. Any final thoughts?
2: I- Cass. Dane. 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 I think having a gruff voice was a requirement to be on the show. Yeah, on drop a
0: couple of octaves. Um, I, what I was gonna say though, if anyone does have any essa essays on like new media about this, I would actually love if you DM them to me. I would love to hear like an academic cool. take on
2: this. Sweet. There we okay. go. Okay, nerd. See you next week.
1: Bye-bye. Don't worry, we'll make it gay, make it gay, make it gay.